is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like, and I'm super excited to get back into this one because if you listened last week, we had one of the most polarizing, most incredible debates, most intensity in the studio last week with Boris. And back with us again is Eve Rodsky to discuss her new book, Fair Play. And it's a hot topic. It's a hot button issue we're going to get into today. Carry on from last week. It's about the roles in the household and specifically the sharing of roles between men and women. And my buddy Gav here is still fired up about this. And I wish this was on TV because he's kicking back. He's got his arms crossed. He's shaking his head. And you're thinking, why does anybody want to get married? Right. No, I'm thinking how, I mean, when I hear all these, all I seem to hear are problems. You know, all, you, you know, everybody's just complaining about each other. And, and and it's 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 almost like people are looking for silver silver linings more than blue skies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a silver lining. We worked through it and that's why we're strong. But there's still a cloud. Right. And 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 it's it's hard to listen to. I have to say, it, it, it's it's. Does it but can you say your what you were saying, Gavin, about your society though, about how it's changed? Because I think that's really important. Yeah, I mean, you know, as I was listening to to, to you guys discuss, uh, you know, raising kids and sharing responsibilities and things like that, all of the all of the, you know, the the gripes about it or the difficulties about it are completely valid, completely valid. I totally understand. But, I, you know, society has changed so much, it's almost unfair to expect one person or two people to raise a child anymore. I think that's a huge it, point. Not anymore, to, to raise a child alone. See, we have, we have neighborhoods now. In modern society, we have neighborhoods, but we don't have, we don't communities. have communities. Yeah. So, so, you know, maybe, maybe however many years ago, you know, maybe if, if the, you know— in a, in a tribal society, it makes more sense. Okay, yeah, you know, the you know the you have kids, and then the tribe shares the responsibility because you know the men go off hunting, and the, and I don't know what the women's roles work, but but they're you know they're gathering. making pottery, right, right, they're yeah, they're cooking, yeah. they're gathering, yeah, and you know and, your role, yeah, mm -hmm. and they have they have their roles, and the men had their roles, and the kid the kids would be with the. With the women, at, at least until a certain age, and the boys would go off and, you know, they l learn hunting and things like that, do all their different things. And right now in society, I feel like too much is expected of one person or two people as parents, and there is no community to rely on. And I guess that may be part of the, you know, the, the evolution of what, you know, the schools have become. The schools have sort of developed into these these child rearing institutions, you know, just to make it easier on the parents or whatever, um, to take some of the daytime responsibilities out or whatever. So, so the parents can go out and, you know, earn a living or make enough tax money, uh, for, you know, the government to continue functioning. Um, you know, so, so I just, I just feel like it's, it's, I, think I don't think it's point. one or two. I don't think it's the one person or the couple that is the problem. I think the social structure is really the has become the issue, and the fact that there is no community in existence in existence that really helps raise kids. 
And because, yes, we do live in neighborhoods, but we do not live in communities. And so we're not trusting. That's a powerful point. That's a massive social problem. It's not the problem of the couple. The couple is absorbing that problem. And that is the fundamental, that is the disease. It's also, but it's also our own fault then. And what? It's also our own fault. As a society, not to well, put we those policies in place. Well, we evolved individually. Yes. Okay. If I move into a new if I move to a new town, new city, mm-hmm. new neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I do mm-hmm. not make the effort to mm-hmm. make friends, mm-hmm. I will have no friends, I'll have no community. Mm-hmm. I'll live in a town but have no community. Mm-hmm. And I used to think this way about New York. I used to I'm my hometown's 600 people. Right. Everybody knows everybody. You know everybody for the next 20 towns over. Mm-hmm. And when I'd go to New York to play hockey, I'm like, damn, that is the most unfriendly city ever. Urban environments. Everybody are hard. walks by you without with their head down on the ground, looking at their feet. Nobody says hi, how's your day when you pass somebody on of a course. sidewalk. And then then it clicked in me. People are only as friendly to me as I am to them. Mm-hmm. And my world changed. Mm-hmm. I said hi to people. Wow. I said, hey man, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. They they were a lot of people were surprised <laughs> by it. They were taken back in by it. In New York, they'd be so right. scared of but my world at least changed, and at least I took a step into versus just saying, well, this is New York, and it's an mm-hmm. unfriendly city. Let me see what my role in this being an unfriendly sure. city is. So in, same thing in a community. Mm-hmm. Same thing in an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Same thing, city, oh, new job, office building. Yes. But they didn't say, when you said, hey, nice to meet you. Here, hold my baby, <laughs> and I'll be back in four hours. You know what I mean? So there's, yeah, but a, there's you only trust there. But yes. I do That's think that if, there, that yes. is a big problem. I think the one of the things I also saw in my research was that women and men were expecting so much out of each other. We're expecting we're, too, too much well, well, of well, each meaning other. Meaning that we were expecting everything, my, my partner to be everything to me. And so mm-hmm. I talk a lot about in the book about mm, how important yeah. it is to also have spiritual friendships. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that That's great, is, Eve. you know, it, it came out of sort of my interviews with clergy for the book. And this idea that if you don't have a community anymore, right? Because it used mm-hmm. to be sort of around churches mm-hmm. um, and synagogues and mosques, mm-hmm. but we don't really have, we have a more secular society these days. Mm-hmm. And so there's less built-in community. People are going to church less. There's less places to find those built-in daycares and villages. So what I found was that one rabbi actually said to me this idea of spiritual friendship, someone who wakes you up when you're asleep, mm-hmm. someone who can come in and say, I'll hold your baby, and mm-hmm. I think it's really beautiful for men and women to have that because this is what I saw about men. Men, a lot of men were saying to me, I'm waiting for my wife to sort of see who she's friends with to sort of make my own friendships. What? And so I, I, yeah, like a lot of men were saying that they what? only have friends through their their partners. That's, come on, Yeah, man. I'm telling on, you, you, you may not believe this, but I went what out there. What city were you visiting? Everywhere. Talking, I, I went to, I have interviews from men from every single state in this country, except for North Dakota. Ugh. In South Dakota. But other than that, they were no, saying to me. You know me who you interviewed? Less- you interviewed people who were willing to be interviewed. Okay. And okay, the fundamentals okay. of, oh, of the fundamentals yeah, of interviews and surveys right. is that you're always going to get a lean in a direction that is unfair. It, it can never really be a true cross section of def- society there is because bias for I would sure. never do uh one of those things uh, it, on the street. Hey, will you take this or like get the out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, tell me, do you have your own so, friends? Oh, yeah. So when I moved here from so, LA, I want to hear about your own friendships. So, okay. 
a lot of women <laughs> do not want their husbands to have female friendships because they feel threatened. And I think they're doing themselves right. a disservice because one person cannot fulfill Absolutely. another completely. Well, I'm actually curious about your listeners. I'd love for them to reach out and for them to say, do they really have a, a, you know, their own friends that aren't through their partners? I'd be curious. So... <laughs> A couple things on that's the, crazy stuff. on on what yeah. you just on what you just said, Amy. About I do not believe, and I say this to my wife. You can ask my wife this. I tell her all the time. I cannot fulfill everything for you. Yeah. You cannot fulfill everything for me. You, it's not possible. You need other friendships, other energies, other perspectives, exactly, other yes. conversations, yes. other hugs, other laughter than myself. And I Absolutely. need it too. So love you, but I also need it too, somebody else. So right. that's number one. But by the way, the how great thing, that you actually communicated that back oh, to communication. We both know that. Yeah, right? Bo- yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, and that's not a defensive step, thing. That's no, not but like, step oh, one, you communicate that. You. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that's we. you need more than me. Um, the second thing, when we got engaged... In twenty, uh, what year we get in twenty fifteen, I moved to L.A. I was living in Canada in the off season and living playing hockey in Washington D.C. I moved to L.A. where I knew my wife and maybe like one other person. So I got here. She would introduce me to her friends. We'd go to an event or a friend's house. I'd meet friends through her. That's how my community started because that was natural. That was okay, the natural yes, flow of it. But I realized very early on that I need my friends. Where's my people? And so joining a gym. I love that. Joining an organization, going to the beach, going to other going to the dog park. Met a ton of people at the mm-hmm. dog park where all of a sudden now I have my people right. that I'm telling yeah. her about that she doesn't know. And that's my support system, my community, so my spiritual laughter friends. and joy. Yeah. That's not dependent upon her and I relationship. And I think that's healthy. It's a key, mm-hmm. but it's so healthy and it's so important. In the fair play system, I deal you three cards that you have to take. One of them is adult friendships. And it became from my data, Gavin, you know, whether or not you want to believe it, of men. I didn't also- say I don't believe yes, it. No. I just said all data yes, is skewed I, I, because okay, people fine. like me would never take a I survey. Think, I think that's correct, but also people like you are also still single. And people lie. Mm, that's no. People, no actually, talking. people also, like me are choosing to be single. They are choosing to be single. So don't I think, think that right. be, being single is a plague. I don't, no, I don't it's think not it's a, a problem. I don't it's think a choice. It's a I think it's, a, it's absolutely a choice. It's the biggest shamed against group. All she's trying to do is enlighten the world. people are so shamed against, it's literally... You're that's less not real shame. shame. Oh, but I wasn't shaming you. I'm jealous. People are less shameful of somebody <laughs> in an atrociously bad marriage than single. No, but all, no, I wasn't actually yeah. saying anything. The reason why I was saying why, that you're single is why you may not believe that is because I do think that when you are choosing right that, to ha- to be single, you're also saying like I understand that I have my own identity. I have my own life. I have my own shit going on, right? It's beyond that. Right. So I hear the problems of married people <laughs> and you all scare the living shit out of me. I agree. So Gav, let it me let me talk about this. I had a teammate once. I've t- I think I said this on the That's show. all there is to it. I had a veteran teammate, guy I looked up. So I had a guy I looked up to on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, father, husband, mm-hmm. respected, integral guy mm-hmm. and he said one comment to me that stuck with me for years until I had to mm-hmm. trash it myself. Mm-hmm. He said, Brooksy, relationships are about doing shit you don't want to do. Right. And so I took this on as oh, like, wow. Horrible. I was like, man. I love I, it, I, though. But, but, no, hey, but this it's, was, it's, it's true. This is somebody that I looked up to. This was a respected guy. I respected him as a man, right. as a husband, as a father. And then when I heard him say that, I was my perspective of a relation turned to like 
Wow, mm. I tip my cap to every guy that's married because he's got that work hat on. How do you stay married? I agree with that. And, and then I was in a relationship that was that. Mm. And then when I became aware of that, I'm like, no, 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 no. Relationships are not about doing you don't want to do. Relationships mm-hmm. are about risking a lot of pain. Like no, you re- really put yourself at that's risk tr- to is. endure. But excuse pain. me, there is shit you don't want to do. But, you don't but want to take your child to the to hold their hand maybe at the doctor's office in the middle of the work day. That's you don't not want, relationship. Yeah, that's, that's parenting. parenting. That's different. But 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 it is part of what ultimately a lot of people choose to do. They choose to have a child with their significant other. And when you bring that person into the world, I would be honored to do that if I had a kid. First of all, that would be an honor for me. I appreciate that. So I'm talking about, I'm talking about being in a relationship and, and being, I, I have no issue with being in a relationship. Relationships are awesome. It's about being in a relationship where you feel you may be stuck with someone who essentially is resenting you 23 of 24 hours of the day and then told, socially, societally told and pressured, you better make it work. Mm-hmm. I call it arguing And about therefore, the and if it doesn't work, being disciplined, fined essentially, monetarily, because yeah. it didn't work out. It's arguing about Do you chicken. see how corrupt... That system truly is potentially that if it didn't work out, it can cost you not just the heartbreak, but everything you've earned or a portion of it. And emotionally. This is a, this is a broken that's right. system. But then it's right to get, you have to get it right marriage, the first time. Marriage, there's no problem with marriage. Get it that's right the first awesome. time. Oh. But to be in a s- scenario where people are told they have to work through things, I also that have could be get a, it right the first time could because be people toxic. change. Like my girlfriend married a guy for a million different reasons. Crazy stuff. She makes this dinner. So I call it it's I'm not arguing about chicken. She makes this dinner for him and the kids, chicken, and he comes home and says, Lucky I didn't have chicken for lunch. And I'm like, I'm not having it. And that doesn't could mean you like, imagine not everybody. But, but I'll tell you right what I mean. But I'll time. tell you about get it right the first time. Why well, why I believe yeah, that fair so plays up. Well, it's a pro marriage book. You know? Because I went to men who were in their second marriages, mm-hmm. who have cho- children from their first marriages and their second marriages, and they are doing a lot of maybe you don't want to do, right? You take out the garbage. You Adulting is stuff we don't want to do. Doing the dishes, mm-hmm. transporting kids. It takes 43 steps in the morning to get out the door with ch- children. 43 steps that you have to get through. These are things we don't always want to do. that's parenting. But, but it is. But, I'm saying, but, the, but these are things even without, there's 60 cards in the Fair that's Play deck parenting. that apply to relationships without kids. That you have to do in a household. That's saying I don't take forty three steps to get out the door every day. That, well, that, no, that's that is the one that is the morning routine card. But there's sixty cards that apply to relationships without kids that we may not even know we're doing with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Household things that we have to do. But what happens, right, is when you end up focusing on that as opposed to values and communication into why you got married in the first time. You end up leaving those relationships. And so I have a lot of men in second marriages who are doing more of those things that may seem like daily grinds Mm -hmm. that are harder, transporting their kids to school or doing the dishes or taking the garbage out or all the crap that adulting means, the finances, bill paying, whatever. And they say to me, I asked them, what's their advice? One guy asked, I said, what's your advice? Mm -hmm. You know, you seem so much happy in your second marriage. You're really involved with your kids. And he said to me, my advice to men out there would be to get it right the first time. Because so much pain 
and stress I went through with my first marriage and monetary problems, right? Mm-hmm. And, and penalization from having to go through a divorce. That's exactly what it is. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. And he felt crushed. That's wrong. Crushed having that to divorce. That is not fair. To and be, his kids were To were be suffered. essentially monetarily fined for it not working out in a, in a relationship but is what about a, the kids a bizarre that are involved? system. What about right. the kids that are involved, too? They're fine, right? I was fine when my father left. Yes. And he did get it right the second time. And, and we are right. fine. And you're right. The kids, so there's a lot the of emotional society costs from divorce. So what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, like, why not invest in having these conversations earlier, sitting down with expectations? Mm-hmm. Gavin, you and I talk about how do you value garbage? Mm-hmm. Would you have triggers over garbage from your childhood? We don't have these conversations mm-hmm. when we're dating. But we have garbage. But this the, is e- my e- point. Even, is- the, even the kinds of... Even I want to learn about how you grew up. Tell me about but your sister. You, you know, that's but what even, I want to know from him as my boyfriend. You guys, mm-hmm. Because you're, this is the one mm-hmm. big question I really have. Gavin and mm-hmm. I have to do the dishes. We have to take the garbage out. We have to do the laundry. We yep. have to do all yeah, these I things. I live alone. But no one is nagging us about not getting the blueberries. Yeah, I, li- so I live alone, man. Like, I got a wait. dog. I have an awesome life. I have nobody's a dog. That I, I have a great house. And nobody's I got me to a get dishwasher. I got a fridge. But that is single I life. I order in. That is single life. And it's oh, a I do all life. whatever I need done around the house. I do, or like someone will come clean the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know how many arguments I have to have when the person comes to clean the house? Zero. Zero. I give them. I give them a little. A, a, their fee for the day. They come and they clean the house. I'm out of the house. They clean. I come back. The house is clean. I didn't argue with anybody. They took out the garbage if I hadn't taken it out. But other than that, Watch it's this. just easy breezy. But Watch Amy, but I'm Amy, gonna, I know, but Amy chicken. and Gavin, you're talking about expectations. About I'm gonna blow you guys are talking about expectations here. What happens, okay. right, when you come in and we have a different expectation? Yes. You know what the opposite of expectations is? I talk about this in the book. Disappointment. You know what the worst emotion is besides grief? Disappointment. Sure. Nobody wants to be disappointed. So I'd sure. rather take out the garbage myself, right? Or understand that I'm going to go. 100%. As opposed to feeling like, Gavin, you're my boyfriend and you didn't take it out for me and now I'm disappointed in you. Right. That's how all this starts. Mm-hmm. Without having real conversations about your values mm-hmm. over domestic life. Mm-hmm. We so, have to treat our home like ugh. our most important organization. I'm not yes. having so, an argument over chicken ever. Both of you guys, Gavin and Amy, yeah. like you can have everything you want and still have that partner. We have help at our house. We totally, have, we I have totally a landscaper that comes. Totally get it. You did have an argument over toothpaste in a coffee cup. No, it's not an I argument. Can't. Okay, most so people do. People do she have had those. it. Okay, yeah. you're an exception. She had no. it over blueberries. <laughs> so okay, anyway, what, and Boris had it over orange juice. But let, let, like, let me. Let, uh-uh. sorry, I'm not having an argument. Well, there's gonna be there's gonna be a there's gonna be something. Whatever it is that brings about that, like you, a person can only tolerate so much. You'll tolerate a little bit. You'll tolerate a little bit more, and then there'll be one time that you're not willing to tolerate it. And then we'll reference that one time about the blueberries, right, about right. the the coffee cup, the, the toothpaste. breaking point. Yeah, we're, we're just going to reference it's that. Jennifer Aniston, I want you to want to do the but, dishes. Yeah, right. But here's the thing. Here is here is the overarching yes. umbrella of it all. In my opinion, and based off my life experience. A job, a career, mm-hmm. a whatever else, anything else, a passion, anything else in this world will never be as intriguing to you as your loving relationship. I agree. And this that, is, that's, that's number one this is, predictor of longevity. Do you know that? No, I The didn't. Harvard study out of Boston for men, 
for men, women have different predictors of longevity. For men, one of the number one predictors of your longevity mm-hmm. is your the quality of your of your relationships. Mm. So, Although there is a great. study yeah. that just came out, and that maybe said it's just relationship single with yourself. women. Right. There's a study that just came out a couple of years ago. I'm trying to find it. Single women are the happiest of all groups. Well, they're also the healthiest. Mm-hmm. They're healthiest. But so, men, for the value proposition for men, right? It's not about taking out the garbage. It's not about fighting over blueberries. It's about your longevity. Investing in conversations about your expectations, what you want in the home, so that you live a long life and you're not having women dump on your pillow and or publicly shame you on Instagram. That's my point. I also Unmarried promise women you- are the happiest <laughs> and healthiest. So we have like an actual breakdown because if married men are happier, then they're apparently making the women they're married to miserable. Well, that's 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 since what's interesting. Your, since your book, it's in, it's interesting. Well, the thing about women, right, is like we just want them to be able to feel like they can communicate, and that's what your books you were saying before. Yeah, that and they are, that man. there is a willingness and an openness for me to be able to sit down with you. Mm-hmm. And say, if I'm having a hard time, I don't want to help her. I need your help. Mm-hmm. Even the way you just communicated that right now to me was differently than how you communicated before. And I wish people could see that. And if you just play that back and re-listen to that, because how you communicate, you dropped into a softness there where all the weapons were down yeah. and just communicated that to me. And I'm not even your partner. Yeah. But it is, and we say this, it's how you communicate to your partner. But I promise you, and this is speaking from my own experience, I am more intrigued by my wife and my relationship than the game of hockey, which I spent my whole life doing, than doing this podcast, than doing anything else, traveling, adventure, anything in the world. My wife and my relationship and figuring her out and our dance in unison as a married couple Mm -hmm. is way more intriguing than anything else in the world to me. I agree, unless it turns What's that dance <laughs> look like with the bag of garbage in each other's right. hands? Gavin and I agree well, you're with gonna you play. 100% you're gonna play before until 10 years from but now you're focus- when it here's, turns to here, crap. Here's, here's the issue. That's, that's, the thing. that's the thing. I think we do, we, we do agree We you. do agree with the, with the, the potential of a wonderful relationship and a long-lasting relationship and a lifelong relationship and a monogamous relationship and one of parenting and all of yep. these beautiful ideas are all perfect, potentially. It's a total rock. Okay. It doesn't well, happen the, for no, most no, well, The scary well, thing, here's the the scary thing, thing is when, is when, I will the say scary though, thing I, is when you get into territory where we need to read a book together. That's right. To you stick, do. To stay together. You do. You right. Do. And, and I love your book, but I don't you do. want cards But you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, that, that's where it gets, you have to. That's where it gets intimidating, you know, as, as somebody. expectations. Yes. You want to know who's taking out the garbage. I will say that I've never been happier in my marriage. I will say that I've never been happier in my marriage from a place where I was sobbing mm-hmm. on the side of the road over blueberries mm-hmm. and it was like you said brooks because i was able to finally use some of my own learnings from my job as a mediator mm-hmm. and communicate mm-hmm. in a way that isn't drill sergeant mm-hmm. where my mm-hmm. husband said i used to talk like i have nails on a chalkboard mm-hmm. where that's what i sounded like anytime i'd ask him to do something so why mm-hmm. would he want to do anything mm-hmm. if everything i said <laughs> sounded like there were mm-hmm. nails on a chalkboard <laughs> right and when i could come in and say with some vulnerability these are things i care about mm-hmm. Because I'm drowning here. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. 
I can't manage my clients anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting to return emails. Mm-hmm. I'm dying under this invisible work. Mm-hmm. I need I'm you not to able help to me. Give to you. I can't give yeah. to you and to my kids. Sure. I'm losing myself. The most important thing was my identity loss. Mm-hmm. That back to what you said, Gavin, about society. Everybody sh- sold me this bill of goods. That once you have the beautiful ring, and the great wedding dress, and the kids, mm-hmm. my life's over. Mm. Every I did every milestone I was supposed to get. I went to school. I went to Harvard. I did everything I was supposed to do. So what happens if you wake up one day and you're drowning Mm -hmm. and you don't feel like you are you anymore Mm -hmm. and you've lost your identity? Yeah, totally. And your self-worth. I think think a lot of people can 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 see the potential for that. If you're if you if you have so much on your plate and so much is expected of you and so much goes unseen that you are accomplishing that the smallest thing that you don't get accomplished is seen as. A giant foul, mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then of course you see yourself ultimately as you're the person who is is basically just checking off items on a list rather than being a human being. Well, any that's longer. that's right. You, you feel like I mean? you're it's just an, an items position checker to be in, and where whereas what you'd rather be is someone who was given no list and trusted <laughs> that. You were just going to go get everything that you knew everyone needed right, and any right. wants that were desired, perhaps right, the other right. person could go and pick those up if you didn't happen to toss those in the baggie. But that's right. And you and you want that. And the problem is so many women will say to me, well, I just, I, you know, in the time it takes me to tell him what to do, he should just figure it out. Yeah. But, the but script again. But That's again, the back to the, so it's just, just. But then that is why we need books, right? It's why we need systems and card games. Because no, I didn't say we didn't need books. No, I'm saying you get to you know people can no, get in this this dangerous place of of that's the fear for people like like Amy. That's the fear that goes through my head is do you end up ultimately accidentally or or somehow semi intentionally in this scenario where you're deferring to. Yeah, a professional yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of how do I make this thing work? Work, you know, this train is so far off the track. I think you about know? it all the time because it's like, yes, I have a broken no. heart right now, and it's freaking brutal. Mm. But I'm sorry, you have a broken thank heart. Thank you. We can talk about it later. Yeah. Um, it's so rough. It's literally it's so, so rough. rough except so rough. that I know that tomorrow could be better, and the next day after that could be better. Whereas I have friends in bad marriages where it's like, oh, that's just gonna suck for. <laughs> Ever? Yeah. So I think, ooh, I'm really miserable crying in the bathtub, but yet I'm not that. It's uh what's that movie? What's that movie with Ben Stiller? Something about Mary's like, yeah. He's like, You're living the dream, buddy. He's like, Yeah, each day is better than the next. (laughs) (laughs) So for me it's a it's a toss up. It's like, yeah, I'm so good. Miserable, but I've got hope. Whereas I have these friends that are like, Oh, this is They don't have hope. Right. Forever, but, but, but there's anything you know scarier than not having hope. But that's right. And, I agree with you there. That's why I love Nora Ephron, who we'll talk about her as a philosopher, who she says you can be the victim of your own life or your heroine, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're just going to sit around and just complain yeah. and be victims sure. or publicly shame our, our partners sure. through the shit he doesn't pick up, then I can't help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to come to the table yeah. and have the conversations with the Brookses and the Gavins of the world to yeah. say, like, I see your perspective mm. and I want to be in this relationship and mm. I love you. Mm. But this is what's you know happening to me right now. Right. And bring your own identity into it mm-hmm. and say, I hope you can relate to it. You may not have it happen. It's not happening to you. We have right. different perspectives. But this is what's happening to me. I'm losing yeah. my identity. Well, let me let me say uh, first of all, I think, I think in the in the era that we're in, my personal belief is that there is too much 
expected of women in general. I think the plate mm-hmm. is more than full. It's no longer the option, oh, should I work? Should I stay home? Women have to work. Mm-hmm. The economy has changed. Mm-hmm. Okay? You, you, you would never be able to keep this. up a, a, a single uh, salary, a, a single income home can't keep up with inflation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can't compete with the market any longer. So women have to be out of the house. They have to be working. Fundamentally speaking, it's not a choice any longer, right? So now women are out, they're working, and of course they hit the magic age where they have to have kids, okay? The clock is ticking. We all know that. We all know there's an age that comes, and most of the time that becomes a new priority. And their job, although they're passionate about it, tends to take slightly a back seat because they know that the clock is ticking. They're going to run out of time. Okay. We all know that that's a fact, right? We all agree on that. So, so what happens is now they're pressed to have kids. Now they have kids. Now they're happy that they have kids, but the economy is still moving the way the economy is going to move. Inflation is still happening every year. They have to compete. They have to, they have to be in the workplace. So now, because of their instincts, they want to be with the kids. Instinctually, instinctually, women want to be with their children. So but do men. They, so do men. So do men. Yes. But Dimitri mothers have to be with their children biologically, at least up until recent time. Until recent times. But men want the same, right? in, have the same instinct. They just don't have the we same have, We have instincts. Freedoms. We have instincts. Society there are differences. Different. Right. There are differences. And and women want to be with their kids, and they want to work, or now they have to work, and they want to work, but they're also going, but I want to be with the kids. I got to have a breast pump on. I got to have a breast pump on. It's not something that he says. It's something you say, she says. But this okay? is the thing. He never it. says, this is too much for me. I got the breast pump on the seat. Here I am, right? That's not part of our equation. So, yes, there are things that are demanded of women that are not demanded of men. It's an unfair amount of things to balance. I think that's right. I'm trying right. to take no, your you're side right. here. No, no, you are. Okay? You are. By pointing out that there actually are physical differences. And to ignore them would be a... a, a, a it's unfair. To, to deny science, okay? Right. So, I think so you're right. there are there would be to deny science. I am on your team. But it's become an unfair amount of things for women to balance in modern day society, period. Because you're going to want to be with the kids and have to be with the kids for a certain amount of time, period, anyway. And if you don't, you get shame. And you will be shamed terribly. There's guilt and shame shame on top of everything. But even worse, Gavin. You'll be shamed terribly. Even worse is what you're saying in, in terms of women having children and actually having to be in the workforce. The scariest thing is that women lose 10% of their wages for each child they have, five to mm-hmm. 10% of their wages. Mm-hmm. And that's called the motherhood penalty. Mm-hmm. So on top of everything you just said, I'm being penalized because I'm being perceived as not wanting to be in the workforce and having some other obligations. Is, do you think it's perception or is it your boss is paying a certain amount of money for you to be there? You can't be there. You're in, you're in labor, you're, you're out of work, or you're taking however many weeks off. You well, know. you know what I mean? It is what it is, right? So it depends on how you want to value mothers in the workplace. What was happening is that men, when they have a child, they get 6% extra in their wages. 
mm-hmm. because they're seen as having to take care of their family, whereas mm-hmm. women are seen as being pulled away from the mm-hmm. workforce, mm-hmm. right? Wow. So that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a really um, it's really? a tough tough brutal place out there for women who want, who are want to be mothers who want to stay in the workforce mm-hmm. because then if you're paid less than your partner, then you know what happens? Then you start saying things like, well, maybe it's not worth it for me to be in the workforce mm-hmm. or I'm going to take a career detour. And 43% right. of women with kids take a career detour. So like you said, there is these unrealistic like expectations. Yeah, like how, what, like what, what would like, an example of the detour, and detour would be, would be like? uh, t- leaving your job, quitting, and right. then coming back in the workforce. A detour right. would be uh, taking a step down, um, you know, not being partner at a law firm, but being of counsel. And mm-hmm. that's what, so, but that's a lot of women. It's 43% of women. I also think, and we, I know we have to go, yeah. but I want to talk about this next, sometime in the next episodes, because I literally do think we're forgetting how much shame we place on people who don't want to have kids and who don't want to get yeah. married. Yes. On anybody that's in general. Yes. How much people are much, if, if you're just a person looking at a single person or looking at people in crappy marriages, people are much more like, oh, but they're trying and they need to keep at it. And look at them. They have love and like, ugh, is the single person. So well, like, Amy, we I'm obsessed with that topic. I don't feel that. that. I don't feel yes. that as a single oh, person Oh, but you're a dude all. that yes. I think it's well, I, mean, I don't feel that. So maybe that's a women thing. So people need to email us. Like single women need to email men at iHeartRadio and say, do you feel like, People You're shamed for give being you that. Well, the shaming is such a terrible because back. I'll just say one last thing about that because I know we have to go. That is a very important point because that shaming of women and men, single people mm-hmm. in general, especially women, it leads to this idea of what I just said to you before. Mm. What happens if all the milestones you told me? In society, are supposed to make me happy. Don't make me happy. Well, that, can your next book be this? Because let's it take is. that article that says single, childless women are the happiest people there are. Ex- other than the stink eye, we're super happy. So, like, well, my next you, book is you called Unicorn Space. It's about what happens when you lose your identity, mm. especially after being in a couple and with a child. Mm-hmm. Especially for women, men have this happen to them too because mm-hmm. we were told these are the things that make us happy: the white picket fence, right. the beautiful house, mm-hmm. and I don't need to remember who I was before kids anymore Mm -hmm. when you can reclaim your passion if i said to you you could never Mm -hmm. sing again Mm -hmm. i mean how would that feel to you Mm -hmm. i have women men all over saying well i just i i I left my skis in the airport i stopped singing i don't do my poetry anymore Mm -hmm. i don't think that's their own it is but it's also something we have to remind people Mm -hmm. that it is it's not paid and back to what you said about america Mm -hmm. we hold a lot of value for things that are paid and we're taxed Mm -hmm. and everything's in monetary Mm -hmm. terms Mm -hmm. there's something important about just being who we are. I know a lot of women who quit their jobs to have kids and they are bummed they're not working. Well, what about the shaming that happens with women who who didn't go get a full-time job and became mothers? The few women who who were were, uh, afforded that, who, you know, if they're husband's making a bunch of money and they get to stay home with their kids or stay home with their kids. What about well, the shaming? The classic when what you about say, the what shaming? What about what yeah. about the shaming of people who are full time mothers? When did that become uh, somehow this horrible thing? Who would turn their nose up at a mother? What's more important, motherhood or your day job? But you Gavin, know, my father would never say things. because my father would never say that his job was more important than his fatherhood. Mm-hmm. My father would have stayed home every day if we had yeah. the money, you know, but instead he had to work doubles. Well, we so, have, you know, so value these things. So, 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 who, so I want to know who fundamentally at the source made a woman feel is making a woman feel guilty for being a mom. 
I mean, what is more important than being a, a, a parent in your life? I mean, fundamentally speaking, I'm not I'm not a parent, but what 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 could possibly be a more important job than that? And and you do you do hear stories about moms saying, well, yeah, they made me feel uncomfortable at the dinner table because they asked me what that's I right. do. That's right. And I said, I'm a, I'm the mother of these yes. these yes. kids. You know, that's it. They say, well, what about is that like, what are you talking about? Well, that's society doesn't it, value say, it. You know what I mean? But society so, doesn't value. You go into the courts. I had this woman crazy. who said that to me. She's, she took two two decades off to raise her kids. Mm-hmm. She goes in. Her husband doesn't want to pay alimony. California, the best state in the union mm-hmm. for marital fairness, mm-hmm. issues her something called a Gavron warning. Your duty to become self-sufficient within six months. Mm-hmm. And she said, what Whoa. is what is the value court mm-hmm. judge of mm-hmm. raising these two human beings? Mm-hmm. Do you value this? And they said, well, that was your choice. Mm-hmm. Two decades she gave up her mm-hmm. earning potential. She wanted mm-hmm. to invest in being a mother. Mm-hmm. The court shamed her with this Gavron warning and said, mm-hmm. you have to get back in the workforce within six months. Mm-hmm. She's now a Mary Kay representative, right. driving right. a lift, mm-hmm. going back for her nursing degree. Yeah, the world is brutal, man. Because they, brutal. they don't value the invisible work. And so if brutal. anybody gets anything out of this podcast, it's yeah. to say what Brooke said before, allow men into their full power in the home. Let's invite men into their full power yes. in the home because I do believe, like your father and mm-hmm. like you, there is the, the beauty of being a parent, of mm-hmm. being a partner, is our most important human mm-hmm. connection is what makes good human beings. Mm-hmm. When you said hi to someone on the subway, maybe that person didn't go out and chop someone's head off that day. <laughs> human <Talk>. connections matter. <laughs> or he said hi and they said, He said hi. <laughs> I'll do it to him. <laughs> to him right. <laughs> You know, you save someone else from their getting their head chopped off. Yeah. And so human connections matter. Right, it's not about blueberries and glue sticks. It's about being the best person we can be, looking right. at each other and saying we, we're seen. And that's actually what Boris was saying mm-hmm. before about his app. Mm-hmm. It's about yeah. we all want to be in a community yeah. where we're seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what it's awesome. about. No I love your about mission. It. I love your mission, Eve. Um, where can, because you've given so much <laughs> to our community, where can our community find you, get in contact with you, find the book, all of that? Just... Follow me at Eve Rodsky on Instagram or Fair Play Life. So let's go on to spell that out for you. Yes, them. it's at Eve Rodsky, E V E R O D S K Y. And they can find everything there all the articles I've written uh, and the book. And we'll link to everything here right. on, on our How Men Think podcast Instagram. Thank oh, you so much. Wow. That was one of the that most. Thank you, Eve. That was one of the Thank most you. polarizing so debates I think we've ever had. So I thought that was great. Yeah. If you, yeah if you, Are you kidding me? And we'd love to get your thoughts on this. We got a new system set up. We've got a voicemail where you guys can send us your questions and we'll play them on air. We'll answer them. Our number is 1-888-430-1777. Once again, 1-888-430-1777. So send us your questions. Leave us a voicemail. We'll answer them on air. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Till next time, take care of one another. Love one another. Love it, baby. Love one another, Gav. And we'll see you right back here next week for another episode of How Men Think.